This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. So every Tuesday and Thursday around this time, we like to bring you a classic second date update that you likely missed the first time around, especially if you don't normally have a chance to listen to us at a later hour. So you go on a date, you get blown off, you want to know what happened, why, is there someone else, or is there some other, some whole other issue that you're not aware of? Melissa is looking for a second date update with this guy, Keith. Hey, Melissa. Good morning. Hi. Good morning to you. Tell us about Keith. Yes, Keith. Um, <laughs> so last week I uh, stopped off at a local bar for a happy hour. I had a really tough day at work. Mm. I'm in sales, so I was just done and frustrated. So I stopped at a bar and it was early. So, you know, I'd only had a couple of drinks. I want to say it was about like 6.30 or 7 o'clock. And um, just from prior experience, I have learned it is not smart to start talking to guys after the fourth drink. (laughs) (laughs) You've learned this. You already know this from prior experience, huh? I have learned it the hard way. Okay. So (laughs) So let's just say it's a personal rule that if I've had four drinks, I start looking at my phone, I'll look at my Twitter feed, but I will not look at a guy. Okay. So I hadn't had that fourth drink yet, (laughs) and I saw him at the bar. And started chit-chatting with him, and he was really nice. Had his great smile, super sexy. So, uh, you know, I did the bold move, and I asked for his number. Okay. And I texted him the next day, and he totally remembered me. You know, and I'm usually, like I said, I'm in sales, so I'm very bold, and I'm very out there. So I like the fact that, you know, he texted (laughs) back right away. Mm. Uh, We met up the same day for coffee, and then we planned to go out for dinner, and things are really going very, very well. Um, I want to say the, like two days later, we met up at Butterbee and again, sparks were flying. He was laughing, making me laugh and I love to laugh. So I was like, wow, this dude, you know, this could really go somewhere. And I really liked the fact that we met in person, not on a dating website or on an app. Like we met in person and this was growing organically and it was, it was really cool. Uh, we talked a lot and thought we both were really comfortable with each other. I shared a couple things about my personal life. He shared a little bit about his. Uh, I was definitely into him. I mean, there was no way he could not figure that out. I touched his arm. You know, at one point I even got up from my, my side of the booth and sat next to him. And we started looking at each other. It was really sexy and great. And I could tell, like, he was enjoying himself, too, you know, because otherwise he's a damn good actor. (laughs) Some of them. Yeah, maybe he's in sales, too. (laughs) You know, he gave me a kiss on my cheeks. I knew, you know, he and I were on the same page. And he walked me to my car. He gave me a kiss on my cheek. And that was it. And now it was about, I want to say, like, 8.30, quarter to 9. And I was like, "Mm, I don't want to go home. I was hoping, like, he would ask me out for a drink. But he didn't. He just said, I got to go home. And that was that. So 
I texted him a couple times after. I texted him the next day to say thank you for dinner. Uh, he was such a gentleman. And I texted him like a few hours after saying, hey, I was thinking about you. Oh, and I sent him a couple jokes, like memes, and mm. nothing. Wow. Nothing. Hmm. It's like crickets. Wow. I am so disappointed and confused, to be quite honest with you. Okay. But I, I want to make sure I'm getting, I'm following your timeline correctly. As you said that a- after dinner, that's when you had that really tender, sweet kiss. I mean, it wasn't on the lips. It was like close to the lips. It was on my cheek area. But you but felt like yeah. it was sort of in a, in a loving way? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was kind and it was sweet and it was gentle. I mean, I felt really good about having his arms around me. Okay. All right. Okie just trying to get a sense of, you know, what kind mm-hmm. of kiss mm-hmm. on the cheek we're talking here. Yeah. And after we got the kiss of the cheek at the car, did he say anything like, I'll talk to you later, or call you tomorrow, or it was just good night? Let's do this again. It more was good night and, you know, I'll, I'll talk to you later kind of a thing. And I thought, oh, okay, that's cute. You know, hmm. we didn't make any plans to meet up again, but I thought, hey, we'll talk. I mean, that'll just happen again. Well, we met up a couple of times. And it was rather soon after we had met at the bar, so I was confident we were going to see each other again. Yeah, you had three occasions. You met at the bar. Mm -hmm. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery House and Heart. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right, you had coffee and then you did the right. dinner thing, so... I don't know what happened all of a sudden. Okay, listen, we got to take a break. So what we'll do is I'll put you on hold for just one second. Fritz is going to pick up and grab the phone number from you as we set up the call, which we'll do on the other side of the break here with Jeff and Jen's second date update on Cincinnati's Q102. thing about the way Melissa and Keith met is it was in person for a change. It was not (laughs) online. She works in sales, and she just had one of those days. Day just beat her up. She's mm-hmm. having a rough one. Decided to unwind over a cocktail at happy hour. Had another and then another. <laughs> now she has learned not to talk to guys after the fourth cocktail. I think that's why. Oh, absolutely. So knowing this before she had that fourth cocktail, what did she do? I talked to a boy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. This boy turned out to be a nice guy. He really did. Yep. And you got to know each other a little bit, and then you ended up uh, making plans to get coffee. You, you were bold. You got his number. He texted you the next day. You liked that. You met up for coffee. That was great. You do the dinner thing. That was great, or it seemed like it was great. At the end of the night, it's like 8 30, 9 o'clock. You know, you're hoping he's going to invite you out somewhere, maybe for another drink or something else. Mm-hmm. But instead, you get this very sweet, very tender kiss on the cheek. You get an embrace from him, right? Am I? Am yeah. I, okay. And like I said, I mean, I felt, I felt something inside. I'm sure he did too. And you're pretty good. I would think someone like you who works in sales can read people pretty well. And it's even you said, unless he, he was a, 
unless he's that good an actor, you got the impression that he was really into you, correct? Absolutely. There's no denying the way he looked at me. Okay, but he needed to go home. He could not stay out any longer. Maybe he had an early day. We don't really know what the story is Maybe there. he just didn't want to ruin it but he because he was feeling such a strong attraction to you. His body was telling him, yes, take her home, but his mind was saying, no, don't blow this. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's, I hope you're right. That's a yep. nice little narrative you've cooked up there, Jen. I can make up stories. <laughs> we know this. Good one. So we are going to call. We're going to call Keith because Melissa has sent him a thank you. She's she's texted him a couple of funny memes just trying to engage him, and there's been nothing from his No response whatsoever. So let's nothing call Keith. Yeah. We're doing this, Melissa. You ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay. Calling Keith. Hello? Hi, Keith. Hello? Hi, Keith. It's (laughs) Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning? I'm sorry, Jeff and Jen who? From what? Keith, my name is Jeff Thomas, and I am with the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Cincinnati's Q102. And I am here with okay. my partner, Jen. Hi. Our producer is also on hand here. This is Fritch. Hi, Keith. And Tim. Good morning. So there's four of us all together. We've got you on speakerphone, and we wanted to know if you would have a, a few moments to come on the air with us and talk about a friend we all have in common. Um, not quite sure why I would be on the radio, and I'm sorry, four people is a little overwhelming first thing in the morning. I'm- I promise we're all very nice people. Very nice. I, I mean, are we on the air now? With your permission, uh, if you say no, we'll shut it down right now. But with your permission, we would like to continue with this conversation. I promise the goal here is not to ambush you or embarrass you. We just want to have a conversation about this girl, Melissa, that you recently went on a date with. Uh, right, that, that, that's fine. Okay. Can we talk about how this kind of evolved for you? Because I guess you guys met in a bar and ended up getting together a couple of times. Yeah. I'm, I, Melissa's great. Um, she is like the only person uh, and the, like the first person I've been on a date with since my fiance and I split like over a year ago. Mm. Um, we, we met at the bar. She had had a couple of drinks, but she walked up to me and asked for my number, which I liked. It's kind of nice not having to be the one to put yourself out there, uh, especially after a year. I mean, like girls have flirted with me and hit on me, but I never really felt it. But there was just something about how direct that she was. I think it's her sales background. I, I think it's because, you know. <laughs> the fearlessness. Yeah. And, and plus, a little liquid courage doesn't hurt either. True. But, you know, I gave her my number. Like I said, she had a couple, so I didn't I didn't know if she would text back in the morning or not. Right. Uh, or if she'd wait three days or whatever. So she texted me. I thought that was awesome. Uh, we, we went for coffee. Um, cute girls, smart, engaging. Uh, then we made plans to go to dinner at Butterbee's, and that's kind of where the wheels started falling off of everything. All right. Well, can you walk us through that part? Because I think what sent her a mixed signal was there was a kiss that she felt was extremely uh, affectionate. And that may be the source of the confusion here. So what happened at the restaurant that caused the wheels to fall off? First off, the kiss was the kind of kiss I I would give to somebody just trying to kind of push them away and, 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 you know, just to be polite. Uh, but, you know, it was great. We were having dinner. Um, she kept touching me. She was sending me all those signals. It was nice. But then at one point she got up and she moved over to, like, my side of the booth, which was 
you know, nice because she's a cute girl and we were sitting really close together and she starts telling me about her personal life and she just happens to kind of let out that snuggling next to me in the booth kind of reminded her of snuggling her pet at night. And I was like, what kind of pet? And then she tells me it's a 175-pound pig what? that she, she sleeps with at night and compared that to cuddling next to me, I weigh less than 175 pounds. <laughs> Hold on, wait a second. <laughs> she... Has a pet pig? She has a pet pig. And not like one of the little bitty, tiny, cute little pigs, which are still weird. <laughs> but she has a 175-pound pet pig. And, like, I don't want to sound like I'm an animal hater or anything. I love dogs and cats. Even fish are cool. I mean, shoot, rabbits, lizards, snakes, any of that, I could I could be in fate. But 175-pound like, Hold on. <laughs> Melissa, is this for real? Do you Are you actually the owner of a pig? I have a wonderful best friend, and she just happens to be a pig. This is a 175-pound pig, is that right, as he's describing? Somewhere around there. Were you yeah. kidding when you said that you sleep with this pig? She's used to laying down next to me and putting her <laughs> paw on me. Jeez. Wait a minute. How do you weigh her? <laughs> on a scale, Tim. Well, do you pick it up yeah, and then stand Tim. on it? That's 175 pounds. Now, they have the little things you can walk them on. And mm. you ha- who has one of those? George Clooney had a pet potbelly pig for years that, that he used to let wild. roam around his house. And potbelly pigs can get easily yeah. up to 175 pounds. So this is a real thing. You, it's a, yeah. you have a pig, Melissa. I do. I don't seem to understand what the problem is, though. <laughs> I think it's kind of cute. He doesn't want to be sleeping in the bed up against 12 nipples. (laughs) Well, that's... I don't understand. Don't dogs sleep in the beds with their owners? You know, for me, it's just, you know, as soon as she told me about the pig, I was trying to play it cool. I I walked her to the car. She did kind of turn to me like she was trying to kiss me on the mouth. It landed, like, right next to her lips. Uh, At that point, I was just like, I I was like, get home safe. And that was it. And oh. I mean, she's she's texted me. She sent me some memes, trying to, to to like get me to you know to respond. Even some memes about pigs, which is not helping oh. at all. <laughs> um, but I just me, don't understand, like, Keith. What's the big deal? Look, this is the first real date that I've been on in a year, and it's a girl that sleeps with a pig. I mean, literally <laughs> sleeps with a pig. I'm, I'm I'm no, I'm out. That's just. Well, I wouldn't have her sleep next to you. <laughs> but she would still be in the bed with you? No, that would be weird. So wait, what do you say? So you're saying that if you get, got involved in a relationship with someone, Melissa, the pig would go outside or in its own bed? She doesn't sleep in the bed with us if I'm with a gentleman caller. No, absolutely not. <laughs> a gentleman caller. Where do you keep her? Does she just roam around yeah. the house? Please tell Century me you have a colonial. Yeah. <laughs> She is my best friend, just as dogs and cats can be someone's best friend. I don't understand, just because she's a different species, it makes no sense. Right, I mean, think about it. People have ferrets and snakes and birds. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. I love pigs when they're bacon. Aww. Hang up, Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No wonder your fiancé broke up with you. (laughs) That's not nice. (laughs) Oh, that's not nice, Keith. (laughs) But bacon's okay. Really? (laughs) Bacon's always okay. Wow. Oh. oh my goodness! <laughs> what is uh, what is your pig's name? Betsy. 
Oh, that's cute. Betsy. So I got to ask you, as far as potty training and, and housebreaking a pig, are, they, are they like dogs? Like, do yeah. they do they know to ask to go outside? Do they have a, <laughs> a pig litter box? What do you? How do you or a pee manage pad? that? She's got an area in the backyard that's all hers, and she knows when she has to go out, she can go out. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, look, I, I think it's cool. I, it was not what I was expecting. But Keith, I, I want to be clear here. Sure. She's saying that you know if she's involved with a guy, this the pig would not actually be in the bed with her. Is that still too weird for you? Now that I've gotten over the initial shock here, I'm kind of warming up to the idea. She sounds very nice. Yeah, it. it, it she's it, no, it's just it's too much. No, it's weird man. Yeah, well, no. she may not be interested anymore. No, not after well, that bacon. I'm no. not kidding. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I was hoping we could. Absolutely not. <laughs> Even if we did get involved, I'd be scared of coming home to like massive amount of bacon. No, stop it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keith, thank you so much for taking the call. We appreciate your honesty and for engaging us this morning. And Melissa, I think yeah. you're the first pig pet owner we've met on Second Date Update. For sure. I'm sure I won't be the last. I'm sure you're right, but it was a pleasure talking to you, and good luck to you both. Thank you. Good luck. Bye. So, (laughs) there you have that. Hmm. Uh Uh-huh. If you've been out on a first date with somebody and you haven't heard back and you want to know what the heck is going on, all you have to do is send us an email. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com, or you can call us, 513-749-2320. We'd be happy to do a second date update call for you. Just when you think you've heard it all. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.